Hello, I'm Angela Lansbury. All of us at Murder, She Wrote, want to wish each and every one of you a happy and joyous Thanksgiving. Chief O'Hara. Yes. Dash to the roof. Flash the bat signal. Yes, sir. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. Get ready for real comedy fun. Welcome to Talking Paragraphs. This is a take two of some sorts. I'm the old paragraph stacker, Daniel Finney. I should say that louder and with more pride, but I don't have it. Uh, uh, on the line is my friend and yours, the uh, co-host pro tem, Tyler Teske. Good evening. So we recorded the first segment and then Zoom destroyed it. Uh, and I'm blaming Tyler because he has his camera on, as I as do I. But we don't this is not a video podcast because no one would want to <laughs> no one wants to see that. And he started doing this thing when it would change the color. Uh, it, like the the hues of his of his screen, I'm sure that it's a thing that I could do if I bothered to learn how to do it. But I don't want to be on video. Um, Yours looks fine. Your video looks fine. Mine was like all dark and yellow and orangey, and uh, I just didn't want to look like the some sort of monster that came out of the slime. Did you did you adjust the vertical hold? Because you're not supposed to do that. That's that's a joke that no one under 45 will understand. Possibly like, no one under 50, but that's okay. I mean, for our younger listeners, if there are any, <laughs> TVs used to have knobs that you could because you were getting your your signals from broadcast, not from the internet, which didn't exist at least not in the way that we understand it today. And um, you, so the TVs had knobs so you could adjust sharpness and, and they're very crude. Like you turn the, like the color knob, just a like a slight notch. And everybody was like bright red or blue purple. Like, yeah, they didn't, it didn't really work. Uh, but the one that you never wanted to mess with, because what you would happen with sometimes is the signal would be wouldn't be very strong. Like I lived in the country when I was a boy, and so you had to do some stuff to get. Like I could never get Channel Five in my room, uh, even though it was had a very powerful broadcasting antenna. For some reason, I could never get it. We could we could always get Channel. I, not only could I get Channel Eleven, but I could get on clear days. I could get uh like the the pbs station in nebraska mm -hmm. uh it wasn't super clear but you could watch like they would have doctor who on at a different time so i was always trying to get in on that action anyway 
uh, there there were two buttons. One was vertical hold, and one was horizontal hold. And what would happen was there'd be like this black bar, almost like the separation between uh, uh, pieces, frames. frames in a film, right? Yeah. And then and then the the picture would just start rolling, but like, uh, it's like the it'd be the you know the newscast would be rolling it would be super irritating so sometimes you'd tinker with this horizontal hold to try to get that to stop and uh you had to be careful with it because apparently if you did too much of it the tv would explode <laughs> uh the vertical hold you were just not to touch that was uh the instructions that i was given by my family and I'm still here. I didn't lose a hand. So, but I will admit that when no one was looking, I touched the vertical hole. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, so that, that black mark was actually part of the signal and it was always off the TV because it was a lot, there were actually five lines that told the TV what to do with the signal. Is this, so you were, you took, you were a broadcast major mm -hmm. in college yeah. at Iowa State. And so you know all about. So was this like ancient technology that I'm talking about by the time you were studying, or was this? No, we were still doing it. I mean, I like um, we we were still doing analog signal, and and uh, we had to learn a little bit about how it worked and all that kind of stuff, and how many lines there were, and how many lines actually had a, a actual video, and because it was five, it was five twenty five in the U.S. But uh, but uh, five of those lines you didn't actually I think you didn't actually have access to if I remember correctly. Somebody's going to write in and and destroy my knowledge here and tell me that I'm completely wrong. Oh. Um, but uh, and then because the and then the TVs in uh, England and Europe had different were set up differently with different sets of lines and the PAL. PAL system, yeah. It was probably superior to NTSC, but that's just how it was. <clears throat> uh, all I know is that I was pissed off because you couldn't get Doctor Who videotapes yeah. from England, you know, because they didn't work. in the. So in the U.S., we blended all of our stuff together. Yeah. And in, and in uh, the uh, U.K., they actually split apart the chroma and, and the brightness. Yeah. And so... It, the picture was infinitely better than we had here, but couldn't do anything about it. So this is Doesn't how now. podcast normally starts. Like we, when we did the, when we recorded the thing that broke, we we we, we went right into it. Bam, we were on a, a hot news topic. But here we are talking about vertical hold, <laughs> and uh, I made the mistake of bringing up something that Tyler knows about. That's so, right. So he felt the need to share with us actual knowledge, which if we well, didn't even talk about CCAM, if, if you're doing uh, a history report on the <laughs> technology of televisions that have not been in use for about 15 years, then, then this is really valuable. <laughs> this, is, this is the best podcast you could have yeah. tuned into. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, uh, the, the story that we started with uh, was a, a woman named uh, a, a journalist, I guess, uh, Carissa Thompson. 
whom I've never heard of, but she's apparently the sideline reporter for uh, TNT, I think. Is TNT Thursday Night Football? Not TNT, Thursday Night Football. Oh, Thursday Night Football. Yeah. Which is TNF. TNF. Uh, Maybe that's what that's Prime. I think Al Michaels uh, is oh, the yeah. main guy. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm a, I, Michaels makes more money doing one broadcast than Brock Purdy makes all season long. Uh, okay, well, he's been doing it a long time. Yeah. And he's pretty good at it. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's of the broadcasters remaining. He's the least offensive to me. I uh, like Al Michaels. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. I I think broadcasting is a hard gig because you have to talk a lot uh, and you have to keep talking even when there's nothing to say. And that's really hard. So you have to constantly come up with something to talk about and not sound like a dummy. And some people are better at than than others. Yeah. Sometimes like, it's really obvious that there's nothing to say. Right. If you can avoid that, that's a pretty good, good deal like, there during baseball games especially when the the broadcast team goes off on some tangent you know like we do to start a podcast (laughs) uh and while and then when we currently are on you know that this is either a laugher or like some kind of timeout you just don't know anyway this woman thompson uh carissa thompson admitted that she made up uh her sideline reports sometimes she did this in an interview with barstool scholar this month and this is november i don't know why anyone would give an interview with barstool scholar because that's like voluntarily using the restroom at that seedy off the overpass gas station where you have to get the key that's attached to like uh you know uh an anvil and don't you think when you get a key like that 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 bathroom would be in better shape than it is only that is absolutely going to be the worst bathroom you've ever seen in your life i've never i never understood who's stealing that key like who's like oh i i want i want access to this place whenever i want like who who is stealing that key i just i never it was they were always attached to some ridiculously huge thing and you're like, uh, they, they were the ones, those bathrooms like were the ones that had at least the men's bathrooms. They had a condom machine. And then some of them had like a porn machine, not like video porn, but like you could put money in there and get like a little pamphlets out or something. Yeah. Little film strips where you could look at, like hold it up to the light and see nude girls or whatever. I, ne- I honestly, I never put money in one of those uh, because I, I just ever had to touch it. Gross. Yeah, everything was just so <laughs> gross that I just wanted to be away from it uh, as soon as You're like, I didn't really want to sit on the lid. How long can I hold this? Because I really feel like if I could do it, I could, might make it to the next this one. Is a, this is the last time I was in one of these because the the off interstate uh facilities have improved quite a bit in the ensuing years but you remember that time like in 97 when we went down to see the yankees in the royals oh yeah city yeah i met you down there 
we ate just a disgusting amount of food. <laughs> and I think I'm pr- I'm pretty sure we drank Jolt Cola, which tastes like off as I recall. <laughs> well, just it. And all of the food that we ate, like we had to stop somewhere and we had, and I remember going into one of those restrooms and I was like, well, this is the perfect place to do what I'm about to do because no one's going to want to come in here ever again. (laughs) Uh, And as far as I know, that shut the gas station down and they they closed that. Was that Eagleville? Could have been. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah. I just remember I was like, we got it. We got it. Because it's the, the I, situation I, is going to be emergent. Well, and so that's, you know, that's a road that we took down to see when we would go to my grandpa and grandma's, we go down 35 to, yeah. to highway 36 there. So we went past all those. So I had stopped at a few of those over time and there's a few of them where we didn't stop more than once. <laughs> We're like, yeah, I, I, I'm going to choke this down for another hundred miles. Uh, I'm sure I can make it. So Carissa Thompson made up her sideline reports, which how that, how we got from there to <laughs> restroom in Eagleville, uh, Missouri will, will not know. Uh, she made up her sideline reports and this is wrong. This is bad. It's terrible. Uh, you shouldn't lie to, to people, especially if you're a journalist. I'm making quote marks with my hand because I, I don't believe that broadcasters who are broadcasting a game that your network paid billions of dollars to broadcasts are really journalists. What you are are spokespeople for a product that you like, are you telling me that like the broadcasters are going to uncover some some you know big thing about concussions or whatever is go you know going on no that, no that's not happening not during no. the broadcast yeah that's not what these people are these people are uh, uh entertainers who look like journalists they behave kind of like journalists but this what i had said before in in a much more concise manner without talking about dirty restrooms in Eagleville was that I had long believed that sideline reporters made up most of that stuff because the coaches are always grumpy, you know, cause it's like, Oh, I, you know, the game is so important and I have to talk to these people and tell them how bad they are at their jobs or give them a pep talk or whatever it is. Coaches do. I don't really know. Uh, Nick Saban, does something and then you know you win a national championship but not for a while anyway then but you shouldn't lie uh to people because in the end it it, you're you're undercutting something that there aren't very many supports left for journalism like you there there's not journalism already had its problems of not being able to recognize its own biases and admit yeah, we're kind of biased uh, as a as a trade because it is, and it was. Uh, and if you honestly polled most newsrooms, they would poll li- liberal. I'm not saying that 
people can't set that stuff aside and do their jobs properly. Most of the people I know could. It's just there were biases inherent in the choices of how we covered things. Right. Anyway, journalism has a lot of problems, most of it which being no one cares about facts anymore and no one wants to pay for anything. So that's really bad for your business model. Like it, it would be like if we suddenly decided food is free, um, farmers would would have a problem. Um, so she made this stuff up, but I just I just have to emphasize this: there is no thing in broadcast television, especially sports broadcasting, but in broadcast or or pay TV or streaming TV or whatever that is more pointless, more useless, and dumber than the sideline report. It's just not necessary. And I know it goes back all years, you know, decades, but it's not necessary and you don't really learn anything all that much important. Like, let's say a star player gets injured and we've given up on the sideline reporter. So we're not going to have that crap anymore. Fine. Just, you know, the sports, they got all these people have sports information directors. And if you're talking about like an NFL team or a big college team, they have like a fleet of them. Just have one of their goons run up a note to the broadcast booth or text somebody or whatever. And well, be like, yeah, here's, I can, here's what we know. I can see where at one time it would have been hard to tell up in the booth what was going on down on the field right but now they have hd tv in the booth they're watching the same thing we are in real time uh, and a direct line to everybody right uh, including probably the coaches but i mean i i don't know how many cameras are on like the average nfl game but i know that it's way more than it used to be because they have that camera that's on like the zip line that you know, hangs down mm -hmm. and stuff. And they, and they, you know, when, when I was a kid, there were like four angles. There was the side view, there was the two end zones and the 50, like maybe sometimes the blimp would come over and you would mm -hmm. see overhead shot. Uh, that was it. Like now I, I, you can, they have, they can give you a close up of the offensive lineman's jock strap. If anybody still wears jock straps, I don't think they do. But uh, that's but that's just one. That's just one camera's job, right? Like the, yeah. you know they they used to have crowd cameras, but they've kind of uh, they've the crowd camera used to be like a pervert. Like the, the crowd camera guy, at least in my observation, was he was like looking around trying to find the best looking babes in the stadium. And I only know this because when I was at Drake, they let me into the broadcast uh, truck one time. Yeah. And I was watching the feed from the different cameras. We didn't have it. There wasn't that many, maybe a dozen. I don't know. Uh, and one of the feeds was always like there was some super good looking babe on the feed. Uh, I think that's probably not allowed anymore. They just have to show the fat guys with, uh, like there was a guy at this with face paint. The, the, yeah. 
there was a guy at the Chiefs Eagles game, the Battle of the Kelsey Brothers, where uh, he had a like an ornate tattoo, and he was a beer bellied, you know, husky guy, uh, and he had like an ornate tattoo pattern of like Sesame Street characters. And the only thing I could think is, you know, Jim Henson's looking down from heaven and he must be proud. Because <laughs> right there is Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch and Grover, you know, uh, on this guy's chest. I mean, you're looking at, you know, eight, $9,000 worth of tattoos on this guy's chest to honor Sesame Street. That must have meant that show must have meant a lot to that guy. I mean, I liked that show, but I didn't like it that much. Just because he didn't tan it up. I did. I mean, I like Mister Rogers. I have I have a Yankees cap, uh, like an older one, where I have just a bunch of pins in it of stuff I like. I have a Mister Rogers pin, but like if they said, "Would you like to have Mister Rogers on your right arm?" I'd be like, "I you know, no, I wouldn't. I, I think that would be weird." How about a cardigan or a pair of sneakers? I wouldn't. I, I wore cardigans in high school. <clears throat> I did. Uh, they were stylish back then. I, I totally don't remember that. I, I, I only wore them like for dress up days. Oh, okay. Like, like for sports stuff, you know, where I was, I was never an athlete, but I was like the manager nerd. And so like for basketball and football, they told you you had to dress up. Yeah. I think for basketball, football, the people just wore their jerseys. But for uh, basketball, they wanted you to dress up on the day of the day of the game. Uh, and so I wore like a cardigan with a shirt and tie. Uh, I had I had two cardigans that I w- wore on the regular for that for that. That was you know. Was I'm trying to pull that memory up. I, I and I'm not getting there, but that's all right. Well, you know, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying that that memory is a long time. You know who would remember? That? Ken Kivers would remember. Oh yeah, absolutely. Ken Kivers remember. Ken Kivers, our classmate, and he's, <clears throat> he's like a a full fledged park ranger. I think he's at Yellowstone now. Uh, Ken, if you're listening to this podcast, I, give us a shout. Yeah, yeah. Send send us an email. I get I get a nice card from his wife. And sometimes a nice letter every now and then from his wife, whom I've never met. Uh, I think they met in college. I think he went to Utah State or something. I don't remember exactly, but he went a direction I never would have predicted. So remember that one summer? We're way past the point of no return on tangent. <laughs> yeah, uh, this Carissa Thompson stopped lying. Uh, I don't care if you lose your job or not, but stop lying and don't give interviews to Barstool Sports because they're gross, like the bathroom and Eagle. Uh, Ken, this is like our freshman year in college. And Ken was home for the summer, uh, or he, but he'd had a summer job and he, I guess he was home. And we were all, we, the three of us were hanging out. And he was like talking about how he'd been on a fire team forest fire fighting team and he was like yeah they give you this asbestos bag it's you put in your gear and like if you get surrounded by fire and you're supposed to zip yourself up into this thing 
And I'm like, fucking what? And then I'm like, first of all, Ken? Like, who? what happened to you, man? You go out west, all of a sudden you're, you know, Johnny Danger. Uh, <clears throat> so that was a weird moment for me. Uh, uh, that's not the frame that I had. It, and Ken. it's not like you didn't know Ken. Yeah, I mean. I mean, this isn't like. Oh, a dude that you like, you know, every once in a while came across or just you know, had had peripheral sort of interactions with this is somebody you knew really well. The only person that I spent more time with and than with than Ken was you. And so I just had no idea that this was like something he actually was interested in. Uh, but he was. And not now he's a, a whatever you a park ranger park ranger whatever <clears throat> national park ranger if we haven't gotten rid of national park rangers um or, or or slash their their salaries to a dollar or whatever yeah yeah i don't know i don't know how that went so uh cross-eyed on us like that we decided that um we didn't need national parks anymore yeah i don't know uh anyway uh clarissa thompson you've led us to a lot of good discussion despite being a liar so good for you and, uh, and this was infinitely better than the first time we did it okay it was more <laughs> fun for us well there's that yeah the, yeah. the trending topic i'm not going to read these in a row but the <clears throat> topics on the associated press homepage: israel hamas war sure makes sense okay uh biden turns 81 fine he's okay yeah. free covid tests sure you know okay winner uh joe flacco who is an nfl like a former nfl quarterback or is he still playing for somebody no i think uh i think the browns signed him out of retirement uh uh or i don't know he's like 38 years old uh i don't i don't know much is he the guy who was like one of the worst quarterbacks ever to win a super bowl and then got a big contract yeah he he, he won with the ravens yeah but i think he was he's always on the list of like worst quarterbacks ever to win a super bowl yeah, he's on the Browns right now. Yeah, he's and I think he uh practice squad. Yeah. Well, cuz they they had a bunch of injuries. Russell Wilson's he's Russell Wilson's career is ending badly. Uh and or not Russell Wilson. Or that, that that there was that guy who had all the Sean Watson. He was the guy who had all those creepy allegations from the uh massage parlors mm. like 20 some of more than 20 allegations of sexual misconduct in in uh in that, that grosses me out more than the uh eagleville bathroom well he was with like houston i think and then they they were like this is a problem and then he was like kind of suspended for a while or didn't i don't know he didn't play 
And then he, then Cleveland traded him. They traded away a guy I like, um, whose name now escapes me. <laughs> I like him that much. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> how much, how often does that happen to you now? Like this used to never happen to me. I had snappity snap recall of stuff. At Baker Mayfield is the guy I was thinking of. Oh. But now uh, there's like this cloud of nonsense and bees buzzing and whatever. And I just can't remember stuff. Uh, it, it, if my name database hasn't been fired up and my brain isn't in that zone, I will not no. find any names. That's in that's in cold storage. That's gonna have to be thought out and brought out, fired up. It's gonna take yeah. a while. Well, I like Baker Mayfield. He was the Cleveland quarterback, but for but he wasn't good enough for for Cleveland's management because Cleveland's such a successful football franchise. What, was Baker Mayfield also the one who like didn't really? Um, put in the time and effort or whatever no that was uh johnny football i think oh yeah 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 yeah. manzel that's right that's yeah, right baker yeah, mayfield yeah, yeah. was uh he actually a decent quarterback yeah he he was uh oklahoma heisman trophy winner back in yeah. 2017 2018 something yeah. like that i like think iowa state beat him he well there you go uh he's got that to live with for the rest of his life uh but he did you know he was on a, a typical oklahoma teams where like they beat the hell out of everybody in the big 12 won the big 12 and then you know dumped out first round in the playoffs by a real football team from the sec yeah uh because that's where all the real football teams are because no one gives a shit about going to school there and now no one gives a shit about going to school it's just here's the money yeah yeah, we're just paying the players to come in. Right. Uh, so I like Baker Mayfield. They dumped him, and they traded for this Deshaun Watson, which one of the guys on PTI calls the uh, uh, the most cynical trade in NFL history. <laughs> the guy was such a creep, or at least an alleged creep. Um, what the hell are we talking about this for? <laughs> oh that's because you can't you can't remember anything anymore you can't remember names yeah, i don't know I, I, there was a reason why i was talking about this though there there had to have been well we sure we, we started with joe flacco oh joe flacco was the trending yeah. uh, uh we were going through the, i was going through the trending topics on the the uh ap website and then and the other that it was uh it's changed since i've gone back but it's israel hamas war uh free COVID test now biden 81 is gone we don't care about that anymore open ai which there's been a lot of news with that yeah i am not nearly smart enough to understand that all i think about when i hear the words ai is they're gonna have ai teachers and i'm gonna be out of job again uh you know i'm an ag so ai means something completely different uh okay what does it mean artificial insemination oh yeah sure sure uh i think 
I, when I was working at the register, um, the uh, there was a period where they were thinking about whether or not the first, like the big, uh, bore, yeah, was going to be a quote unquote a virgin, like never actually have it mated with a uh, a pig. Yeah, that's usually how they do it. Uh, our our ag reporter was very interested in this, almost to a creepy level. Uh, but the guy was kind of creepy, so that doesn't. Yeah. Surprise. Anyway, the Israel Hamas open AI free COVID test, Joe Flacco, uh, and and Taylor Swift. All right. And if you look at them in order, it's Israel Hamas, Taylor Swift. Open AI, free COVID test, Joe Flacco. So just to be clear, no matter what's going on, I think Taylor Swift is in the mix somewhere. <laughs> like there's a there's a war in a place where there's kind of always a war. And but still people are like, Well, what's Taylor Swift right now? Yeah. yeah. That's she's just a she's just a joy dispensary, is what she is. <laughs> like like I, I think she I, I like the way that she talks. I like her ideas. I like her songwriting. Uh I like the way she performs. Uh I like the way that she seems genuine uh in her care for her fans and into all these things. I, she seems playful uh with the she gives clues to I don't I'm not a puzzle figure out guy, but she gives clues about you know, things that are going to happen on her next album or when the next thing is going to be released or whatever. Um, and she's like a billionaire now. Like this, this heiress to her made $4 billion. And that was just in North America for $4 billion. That's, that's, um, that's a little bit of money. She was paying bonuses. I don't know what a truck driver or bus driver makes or roadies make for a big tour like Taylor Swift. Probably decent money. Yeah, you know? I think so. But she was giving bonuses to the drivers and other people in that of that uh, behind the scenes production people of like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Which I thought one that's very cool, and two yeah. that's a life amount of money. Like yeah. if like if your employer says, you've been doing a really good job stacking those paragraphs for us, and we really appreciate you running that, uh, you know, uh, internet cable in the office when we remodeled. So here's a check for 250k. You'd be like, well, I have some problems that are solved now. <laughs> uh, th thank you very much. Uh, although it's good to screw your tax bracket is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, and they're getting them as a bonus. So that really jacks with your taxes. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to pay. You have to pay, but pay extra for that. Yeah. You know, what are you, what are you going to do? Now, Maybe now, now, if you're a farmer and you, and you get a $250,000 windfall, you, you, you find everything in your power to make sure you don't pay a single dime to the government. Uh, well, uh, sure. 
I, I don't want to say anything negative about farmers because I, uh, I just, uh, one, it's not good for either of us, but, um, I, I just, I don't understand politics because many of the farm people that I hear talk, which is not representative, like it's not a poll or it's not a right. site, they're Trump supporters. Trump knows nothing about agriculture. I'm not sure that he knows any about anything about anything except being a bully and knowing how to frighten people and maybe being just super creepy. But yeah, so, and possibly a traitor. Right. But but uh they love this guy, but like and they hate the government, but like farming as we know it would not be possible without the farm bill exactly like if if we didn't have a program for school lunches and a program to feed uh like uh it used to be called adc i don't know what it's called anymore but those programs pay a lot of money to farmers to grow stuff to go to those programs among all the other stuff that i, that I wouldn't even begin to understand so like i don't get this i hate the government stuff like that's like saying I really hate milk that comes from a cow. Uh, but, you know, I guess there is soy milk. So I don't know where that, I don't know how you make soy milk. Do you know how you make soy milk? You just squeeze the bean. There's no teat on the soy, is there? Yeah, you just, no, no, you just squeeze it hard. Just and crush it. juice in there? Do they put I, stuff I in it so. to make it milk tasting? Yeah, you know, so the thing about soybeans is like they're infinitely versatile. You can turn them into anything. Can you can it, we to, fuel out of them? It, it, fuel, food, stuff for your um, for your shampoo. I mean, they're just like all these different things you can do. Can you use them. a soybean to clean that restroom in Eagleville or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually I think they make a spray foam that you just. Foam. Just put the whole, that's, what, that's what's in the foamy brush at those car washes. I yeah. got you. I, yeah, yeah. I got you. This is this is like just spray the whole thing down and let it just sure. eat all the stuff off the wall. That's yeah, I what don't... I do when I take baths now. Is you know I, I put on spray little... foam. I no, I just I go you actually down. go to the car wash. Yeah, I go to the car wash. I get I I strip down and I just get the foamy <laughs> brush going. You know, and it's a long brush, so I can get all the way down to the back, you know, and get. Uh, Unfortunately, that garage door closes, so, you know. Yeah, and then I, I just hit myself with the, the rinser, and then I whack. Yeah. I wax. I'm not ashamed <laughs> to admit that I wax uh, the instant dry wax. And then I just stand in that dryer thing for 10, 15 seconds. And, and then I, and you know, I pull out my pants, get in the car, and I am going my way. Uh, the thing about that is, I'm sure someone's done that. I'm, I'm that just that's happened. Sounds hor horrifically uh, awful, but it, I, well, I don't know that it's a good idea to use <clears throat> the same chemicals for uh, car cleaning cars for cleaning humans. But I'm not yeah. like, all right, I, I, I'm going to say you're going to be a little more clean than you want to be. <laughs> all right, I'll be right back. 
All right, fellow babies, and now it's time to go to our live remote man on the scene at the Pinedale Shopping Mall for the big WKRP turkey giveaway. So, take it away, Les Nessman. This is Les Nessman, your man on the scene here at the Pinedale Shopping Center where the excitement is mounting. We're here to witness the big WKRP hey, turkey Thanksgiving giveaway. Hey, you got permission to be out here? What? You're blocking my store here, buddy. Don't you know who I am? Huh? I'm Les Nesman. I won the Buckeye Newsfuck Award last year. Good for you, Buckeye. Now get out of my doorway. I'm sorry. Creep. So far, so good, huh? I'm here with hundreds of people who have gathered to witness what has been described as perhaps the greatest turkey event in Thanksgiving Day history. All we know for sure is that in a very few moments, there are going to be a lot of happy people out here. And I think I hear something now. Uh, the crowd is moving out into the parking area, and, oh yes, I can see it now. It's a, it, it's a helicopter, and it's coming this way. A helicopter? It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large banner, and it says, uh, Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, w... Gentlemen, what a sight. The copter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver plumbing to, to the earth from only 2,000 feet in the air. Second third. There's no parachutes yet. tuned in, the Pinedale Shopping Mall has just been bombed with live turkey. Film at 11. All right, we're back. So we're recording this during Monday Night Football. And uh, it's Philadelphia versus Kansas City. I have no horse in this race. Although uh, those Kelsey brothers, the offensive linemen for the Eagles and the tight end for the Chiefs are playing against one another. Um, and while we were on break, I was watching a little bit of the game, and Travis Kelsey got like hit and dropped a pass. And I was just thinking, I wonder how much shit this guy takes because he's dating Taylor Swift. Like, how much of that comes up on the field? Like, 
shake it, shake, shake it off. <laughs> <Elsie>. <laughs> well, there'd, there'd be an endless array of things you could say there. Sure. I mean, you know, like if somebody from the Giants tackles him, it's like, welcome to New York. I've been waiting for you. You know, it's just all, it would just, <laughs> uh, I mean, Kelsey's a pretty good player, but he yeah. has like a ton of commercials and, I have a question for you because you used to be in the uh, financial services business and insurance and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. How much would my insurance cost if State Farm didn't have half the fucking NBA and most of the NFL on their payroll as spokespeople? Hmm. You know, the, the problem here is that I worked for a fraternal benefits organization. So it was, uh, Sort a sort of like a not for profit. Yeah, uh, it was sort of a um, don't pay taxes but give away a ton of money. Yeah. So uh, I don't know the answer to that. That's a that's a good question. I just um, always wondered this because it's like every now and then I'll get a letter in the mail and I'll be like, yeah, the because I've like many Americans I've consented to be monitored during my driving by an electronic device like i'm like a do you, do you save money doing that i do i like that's what they tell me i mean it's it, you don't really know if you're actually saving money right like it's like you go to the store and they say oh this is 30 percent off right but you you jacked it up 40 percent before it was 30 percent off so i'm actually still losing 10 percent. so like or they you, tell or me, you never actually sold it for that price right like i i'm i'm they tell me that I save three hundred and sixty some dollars a a uh, year. No, it's six. It's every six months. Oh, okay. So that's a significant amount of money, uh, and my driving record isn't stellar, and I have crap credit. So, uh, which I don't think should factor in. Like, I don't. I feel like if there's any well, stop. I don't, I don't want to know this tangent. But like, so I don't really know what I've always wondered what insurance would cost or what things would cost if there was an insurance. By which I mean, like, if we didn't have insurance, which sets the prices for a lot of stuff, whether it's healthcare or whatever, they set the prices for, um, you know, okay, we'll pay this much for this kind of repair and whatever. Like, would it be way more or way less or about the same? I don't know. That's well, what some somebody's getting screwed in that deal. <laughs> I, I, think, I mean, I think it's me. Yeah. Pretty... <laughs> well, I no, I don't know. I mean, you I mean, know. I think in I think in healthcare, I think it's actually <clears throat> the doctors and the patients. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those are the people who are getting screwed. But in 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 car insurance, I so, think. So you, you you don't want to not work with the insurance provider if you're like a repair shop or something, right? Sure. Uh, that's that's that would be probably not a good idea. So you're gonna you're gonna be willing to take less because they're gonna negotiate it down. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, those insurance providers are supposed to be good at managing risk, and they don't want to. There's enough of them out there that they know you can get insurance somewhere else. So I just hope. Um, I hope none of these State Farm guys turn out to be pedophiles like Jared from Subway. <laughs> and that's going to affect my insurance rates. I just can feel it. Like it's going to be, 
Now, what happens if Travis See, breaks up with Taylor Swift? Like, yeah, is it, is your insurance is going up. Yeah, yeah, that's that might be the only thing that would make me angry at Taylor Swift is if the insurance on the Dan Van were to go well, up. Seeing you don't have the you don't have the discounts that I do like bundling you know Mah Ma, what is it Mahomes and Mahato is that right well, that yeah. one yeah the the home and auto and that kind of thing so I I don't you know I don't know I, I I have the option to put that app on my phone but I pick up my phone all the time on the way to to Des Moines so it's not an app I get, they they send me like a little transmitter well it's on the it connects to my phone uh yeah. I just uh. It's because I'm playing podcasts, and so yeah. Um, I, I my my van now connects to the phone, so like I can take phone calls wirelessly. Mm -hmm. You know, you just press a button on the screen thing. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I use that a lot, like especially since Joyce had her back surgeries. I try to call every day, see how things are going. Uh. But, you know, I, I mostly get dinged for, uh, cell phone fidgeting, which I'm guilty and braking. And I, I don't get it cause I don't really drive that fast. So I don't understand why my braking is getting dinged. And mm. when you call your agent and you're like, well, well, that's a whole different division. We don't really know how that works. Uh, we're just supposed to sell it to you is basically what they say. And I'm like, oh, well, he did. Good job. I, I just, there's a part of me, the the part of me that's like, likes old 70s car movies that are super nihilistic and usually end with the outlaws driving into a, you know, barricade of, of state troopers. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a part of me that feels like I've consented to having an ankle bracelet, like I'm some kind of, you know, white collar felon forced to. Uh, well, you know what all the insurance companies are really doing? They're like, okay, well, we'll we'll cut you a deal on the amount that that you pay, and we'll, and we'll tell you some things that you could do that would help your insurance go down, and and we'll we'll try to parse this out a little bit to make, you know, if you're actually. A, a lesser risk or whatever but what we're really doing is making sure that we can gather all the possible data that we can on everybody and then we're going to find the trends that you don't think make a difference but then we're going to screw everybody because we're going to know exactly where everybody does at any given time right and, and when you make a stop at four o'clock at the at at the supermarket instead of four thirty or five your rates are going up <laughs> I believe that because everything's metadata. Yeah. Like, everything's like mega, like I, I've given up on the sense of privacy, like, you know, whatever, if you want to find me, you can, uh, that kind of stuff. Like, cause I have my website on, or on my, I have my at my actual address on my website. Yeah. Somebody wants to send me a check. You know? <laughs> just, just random. Just send it. Just randomly send me a check. Yeah, paragraph stacker. Go look yeah. it up. Yeah, make it out to Lights my real team, please. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just I made file it with Paul Pay. You'll be fine. I made a mistake one year, and I uh, created a limited liability company mm -hmm. uh, for all of my uh, 
extracurricular journalism stuff that I was doing after I got laid off, like the website and and I called it uh, Blue Pill Crow LLC or whatever. Right. And I paid the uh, little fee to get to register the business with the state. Right. Uh, but you have to file a form every year uh, just stating some stuff. I don't know. I didn't file yeah. it. And uh, the state sent me a bill for like 600 and some dollars. And I was like, well, we're just going to let that go. We're not going to do that anymore. Uh, I I feel like this is when you actually need lawyers. And I wasn't to the Or at least a CPA to yeah. say, this is a good or bad idea, you know. Uh, well, yeah. I What I was trying to do was protect myself from because you know if you get paid for a freelance job and you report it uh you just the the tax code is such that it's like oh you made money on your own not working for a corporation we want mm -hmm. all of that money uh, oh yeah i i remember being self-employed that was yeah. that was a that was a painful tax bill uh you 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 work for yourself we want all of your money uh, meanwhile, like Warren Buffett pays no taxes. So I'm sure it makes sense to someone, not to me, but the chief lost, by the way. So oh, all right. Uh, well, you know, and and Warren Buffett, by the way, doesn't doesn't think the tax code makes any sense. Just no, because it doesn't. But none of like government doesn't make sense for a lot of reasons. Like every, there are all these little things that are like these web stuffs that are all interconnected and Un, and hanging on that shouldn't be there uh and money being siphoned this way and that way for you know it's like there's a bridge between council bluffs and omaha a pedestrian bridge that crosses the muddy missouri uh for that was, I don't know how many millions it cost, but it was like a going away present for Chuck Hagel, who was retiring after mm -hmm. a billion years in Congress. And uh, he, uh, <clears throat> they just gave his district a bunch of money to uh, put this stupid bridge up. And it's pretty, uh, but the question I always had when I lived in Omaha is who the fuck wants to walk to council bluffs? Like I've driven through council bluffs. Uh, that's enough. You know, is that just for like that handful of drunks? Cause Omaha, the, in, in Nebraska, the bars close at one. So for that handful of drunks who want to drink for 45 more minutes in Iowa, you know, you run, run across that bridge. <laughs> that ain't happening. <clears throat> It does happen. People do that, or they did yeah. twenty years ago. Uh, they would go over to because they also had a bunch of like uh, strip clubs and junk in Iowa that they wouldn't allow in Nebraska. But so what you do is you get yourself a video camera and you watch people coming across that bridge because that's got to be entertaining. I don't know that I, that was a joke. I don't know if anybody walked over there. People drove yeah. over there, but oh okay. I, but but they're coming across that bridge. I'm like, and and you've been drinking till one. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be at least at the very least an interesting walk. 
I mean, you have to remember, I was like 26 when I lived there. Like, so I was a different person. Like, it was only a couple of years ago, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was 22 years ago, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the, so like the idea of drinking till one was not out of the realm of possibilities of something right. to do during that time or going like to somebody's house and drinking after the bar is closed, you know, again, not out of the realm of possibilities of something that I would do now, <laughs> if I have one beer, I have a headache the next day, you know? So I, I'm just looking at the clock right now thinking how tired I am. I already am. Yeah. It's, it's 10 24. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it's ten twenty four. Do you know where your uh, uh, children are? That was. You remember those? Remember those commercials? You know, I don't know that I ever saw those commercials. I I don't know that we played them in Iowa. Uh, I don't remember that, but they probably did. I I I've seen them on like YouTube and stuff, but not. Uh, <clears throat> I know where my kids are because they're because they're tired. So here's a little news from the Associated Press. Uh, this is from a couple of days ago. A cargo jet headed to Belgium from New York had to turn around mid-flight after a horse escaped its stall and got loose in the hold. Oh, I saw that. Air traffic control. I just uh, here's the question I have about this is when is the Sam Jackson movie coming out? Like I'm tired of all these motherfucking horses on this motherfucking plane. That's I, I'm ready for that movie. Potty mouth. I'm sorry. Hey, well, so here's my question: yeah. if it's half, if it's halfway, yeah. I mean, if it's truly halfway, do you have to flip a coin? And decide we to had, go back, or you just had go to land with the wild horse. I think it depends on the horse. It's like if it's a Clydesdale, you may just have to land it in the ocean. Uh, because, but I, it doesn't say what kind of horse it was here. Uh, I'm sure it was a very expensive horse because it was yeah, flying I, on a 747. I, <laughs> <laughs> but when I. When I was down in Kentucky, we, we were in Lexington, and I was flying on a plane that had three rows. Yeah. Like, you, you know, like, or a lot, I mean, you know, three, three seats wide kind of a thing. Yeah. The horses were flying on 747s. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it was from Air Atlanta Icelandic was the airline. Which I've I've never been on, so uh, I've not been on an airline in twenty twenty five years. So as I say, I, I don't I don't spend any time on airplanes, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin has named the brandy old fashioned uh, its official sort of. Uh, state cocktail. Hmm. Uh, 
apparently Wisconsinites have favored brandy over bourbon. Uh, For in, obvious reasons. Uh, in their old-fashioned cocktails. And a bipartisan resolution. And thank God it's a bipartisan <laughs> resolution. Thank God that the members of some legislature are able to come together and make something important happen. Okay. Well, especially there where they've had so much division. Sure. But when it comes to the state cocktail, we can get together. They've got a resolution. Uh, it'll be in at a shrine in the state's blue book. Uh, uh, so, uh, it wait a minute. I guess it's a resolution, not a bill. So even pa if it passed by the Senate, the brandy old fashioned won't make it in onto the a list of other official state symbols that include milk as the official beverage. Kringle, I don't even know what that is. Is the Kringla history? Kringla, Kringle, Kringla, Kringla. It's it's spelled Kringle. So K R N G L E. Yeah, right? Kringla, yeah. Kringla, Kringla. What is yeah. It's like a little, <clears throat> I, I don't know. It's, 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 I've had, I've had a couple of different kinds of it and it's, um, it's a Norwegian or, or some Northern, super Northern cold climb European. Well, that makes sense. Thing. Wisconsin. That's ours. I, I assume Swedish, our pastry would be the Dutch letter. Yeah. I don't know. Well, only if you're from Orange City or Pella. Well, I don't know. It's the only one I give a shit. I mean, I assume our official cheese is blue cheese. You know, maybe. well, yeah, that may take blue cheese. Yeah, no, but for sure. It, I mean, I don't know if any of these things are true, but I, I don't, I don't think that I've ever had an old fashioned. I probably never. I, would. I have not. <laughs> not saying I won't. I just haven't. I yeah. Just typically, just pick up a beer, call it good. Right on. Uh, well, you're German. Uh, uh, Mexico City the lower chamber of Mexico's Congress once again turned to spectacle Tuesday devoting hours of its time to a controversial character who pressed the case for non-human beings he said were found in Peru less than three weeks after a category 5 hurricane Otis devastated Acapulco the Associated Press reports a port of nearly 1 million people, the Chamber of Deputies, what a great name for a, like, a house of government, the Chamber of Deputies, spent more than three hours listening to journalist Jose Jaime Musan and his group of Peruvian doctors. Musan and some Mexican lawmakers became the subject of international ridicule in September when he presented two boxes with supposed mummies found in Peru. He, along with others, claimed they were non-human beings that were not part of our terrestrial evolution. In 2017, Masson made several similar claims in Peru. I assume Peru the country, not Peru, Iowa. Yeah. And a report by that country's prosecutor's office found the bodies were actually recently manufactured dolls with having having been covered with a mixture of paper and synthetic glue to simulate the presence of skin. 
my friend Lewis yeah. puts on this haunted house thing. It's a spectacle at his ranch in Winterset, uh, Zombie Hollow. And he's really good at making this kind of stuff. And I'm just telling you, the pictures that are with this article do not look as good as the stuff that he makes for his haunted house. Well, they were going for not quite human, right? So that it couldn't be qu quite as good as what he does. Right. He was making zombies, which I guess were once human. Human, right. Yeah. So these aren't supposed to be human at all. They're but oh, they apparently have... <laughs> to make this mistake. Uh <clears throat> so this is from the world of golf, which I follow uh so very closely. Uh Rory McElroy McElroy mm -hmm. uh hit a ball that lodged in the lap of a female spectator at the World Tour Championship. Uh the four-time major winner's tee shot on the par three thirteenth hole at the World Tour Championship landed in the lap of a female spectator as she lay on the grass to the right of the green. Uh is that do you take a drop on that or do you just play uh, play it as it lays? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's um, my question. You don't want to touch that, is what you're saying. I just that, that just sounds like all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of problems. That could go awry in a big hurry. <laughs> I was gonna finish the tour, but now I'm in jail. <laughs> Uh, a NASA spacecraft has discovered a tiny moon around an uh, asteroid during close flyby. Well, that's hmm. not really... I don't know why this is under news, uh, under oddities. The little asteroid visited by NASA's Lucy spacecraft this week, Lucy in the sky with diamonds, of course, uh, this week had a big surprise for scientists. It turns out that the asteroid Dinkinish has a dinky sidekick. I get it. There was some clever jerk at the AP who was like, Dinkish, I'm going to get to use the word dinky in a story, and we'll throw that on AP oddities. That's, that's what happened right there. No, no question about it in my mind. Uh, <laughs> the Denver Nuggets. What's that? An A for effort. Are you sure about that? I wouldn't give an A to that. No, not really. But uh, you know what I mean. I mean, you were. Thanks you, for trying. You were a C journalism student. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Maybe he's probably a C journalism student too. He didn't. I don't think he gave it all his effort. He could have gave. It uh, I think he was a female journalist. Uh, no. You sexist pig! How dare you! <laughs> How dare you keep down female journalists, even the ones who are on the sidelines making up reports. Uh, long distance, uh, the uh, Denver Nuggets uh, apparently uh, wrongly measured uh, and painted their three-point line. Mm. Had to be fixed before their tip-off with the... Uh, Denver Nuggets. Uh, 
line's curvature was painted too far back on the blue and yellow floor that Denver will use in the NBC, NBA's in-season tournament. I don't know what any oh. of this stuff is. This yeah, so I, I've been seeing this stuff, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I've seen it. I, I I lost my taste for, pardon the interruption, not, not for anything that they did, but like they went off the air at the end of like, there's like a period that they just don't do anything between like after the all-star break and before football where there's just not a lot of news. And, uh, and then I went back to school and for a while I would keep up with it, but now I just, I don't. Uh, and now I've lost complete touch with the, so I don't know what the NBC NBA in season tournament is. Uh, but you know, God bless everyone. I think they have special floors for it. That's all I all I know. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> Taylor Swift has been knocked off the trending topics. Uh, I don't feel good about that at all. Uh, SpaceX rocket launch uh, is on here. I don't understand. Yeah. That, that failed, didn't it? Um, yeah, I guess so. I don't understand. I guess I don't understand why Elon Musk's rockets are failing because didn't we? Well, that's an experimental rocket. Didn't we learn how to do this already? Like there's math on this, right? Have you, have you seen how he does, how these new rockets work? No, no, they they land themselves. Oh, like on ships. That's right. They have the vertical takeoff. It's like the old sci-fi movies. Like, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, well, they're not doing so well. Well, this is the super, the super duper flight of the moon rocket that he's working on right now. Now, honestly, I think about this a lot. Like, I, I, neither one of us are going to have enough money to space, be space tourists. You know, get, just like, hey, uh, like if you went to Sarah and say, hey, would it be all right if I spent our life savings on uh, to one get a trip? Flight? Yeah, like to be in space for like four minutes, she would probably call a doctor. <laughs> um, I hope, I I hope, and and then you would just would both sit in quiet prayer for the rest of the evening. <laughs> um, but but neither was I, neither one of us are gonna. But but I I honestly I think this like like how do these like William Shatner did this like William Shatner does not strike he's like ninety. Mm-hmm. It's not strike me as a dude who's in like, Great like health. Buzz Aldrin shape. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, Buzz Aldrin today, today, yeah, uh, sure, but not Buzz Aldrin in his prime. Uh, and you know, all those test pilots and rocket guys were they were the cream of crop of like human specimens. Like they went through a lot of stuff. Like all that. they were doing some really scary stuff. I mean, it's still I, scary to do what they're doing, but they were doing some real scary stuff. I, I, so to me, like I always thought, like the G forces that it takes to escape Earth's gravity, like I thought you had to be pretty tough to to be able to take that. Like you had to have some training uh, to eh. be be able to take that. But apparently, it's just like a roller coaster or something, and you just any jerk can do it if you can get access to a rocket yeah i wouldn't I mean, do I'm it sure there's some like, health i 
I wouldn't do it because I just feel like the seats would be uncomfortable. And I'm, and I'm, I'm not thinking, be, and I just know, I just know they're going to serve Coke and not Pepsi on the fight flight, you know, and they won't have Dr. Pepper for you either. Yeah. I, I, I think that's, it's, uh, it, I think you have to be like in okay health to do it. Like the G forces could kill you if you actually don't have a good heart or something like that. But yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if this is good for your pacemaker. <clears throat> you know, it might not be good for your kidneys for all I know, but yeah. Well, you're only in the you're only in the air for a real brief amount of time. It's not like you do an orbit. Uh, but I I don't know. But that's not what Elon Musk is doing. That's like Virgin Atlantic and Blue, whatever. Yeah, that's so other billionaires. Yeah, uh, who don't pay taxes. Right. That's what right. they're doing. They're that's what they're doing with the tax money they're not paying is they're touring space. Don't pay taxes, build a rocket. I don't I don't want to get into class warfare because it's boring. But you do like every now and then like, you know, when I usually file my taxes really early, like as soon as I have my W-2s, I just send them through. And because, you know, I don't do anything special. Uh, and, and I think the only reason I can't do an easy is I have two sources of income uh, or something. I don't know. Yeah. TurboTax. I do it with TurboTax. Yeah. I've been audited. I don't even, I think the government's like, oh, TurboTax, it's fine. Just send yeah. it on its way. Write a check. Because uh, the, they do a really good, like it's a really, the software. I mean, I think the H&R Block one is fine or whatever. I, I think they're all pretty good. Uh the only one I wouldn't use is the one where they have little kiosks in the aisles of Walmart. Like do your taxes here. Yeah. Like I'm not going to go Robert half. I think it is like, Mm. I'm not going to go there because I just, I feel like first of all, I'm in Walmart, which is not that different from that uh, restroom in uh, Kansas or in Missouri. Uh, And then secondly, uh, I just feel like if I'm going to talk about the money that I make and the money and the taxes I paid and all of that, I want to not do that when somebody's like shopping for deodorant, you know, or, you know, tile cleaner, you know, next to me. I just feel, it just feels awkward. Or toilet bowl cleaner. Toilet bowl cleaner. Yeah. Or, you know, soy milk. Uh, <laughs> soy milk. Uh, we brought that back around. Uh, what What? What are your plans for uh, Thanksgiving? Uh, we're going up to see my wife's parents on Wednesday. Spend Thursday there. Then we'll zip back down here and do Thanksgiving with my family on Friday. How? How? How is her dad? Oh, doing pretty good. good. I mean, uh, finished up his chemo yeah. round, rounds for now, and they'll they've got some scan coming up in December, and then we'll see where we're at. Yeah. So, so, so Joyce. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was gonna say, how's how's Joyce doing? Uh, so she had two back surgeries in two weeks. At yeah. The of the month. Uh, and so I was like, hey, why don't 
uh, me and my friend Yvonne, who Joyce adores, uh, one of my former colleagues at the register. Uh, why don't we just go together and get like a high V, you know, Thanksgiving meal. They do a pretty good job. Like I've eaten them for years at the register when I work holidays. They're yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, it's not you, it's not your mom's food, you know, but it's fine. It's yeah. perfectly acceptable. Uh, and I said, we'll just get some of this with the little Bunsen burners under them and stuff and set it up in, on the buffet. We'll slop it onto some paper, paper plates, bada bang, throw the all in the trash and we're out of here. Like no one. She's like, no, I want to make my own. Which is so joyous. It's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> two two back surgeries, but I can I barely stand and I can only walk, you know, a limited amount. But I'm making my own damn turkey, <laughs> you know. If I'm gonna eat it, I want it to be my own, which is like that's a win for me. But you're sort of like, well, you know, maybe this isn't so far. What she's agreed to do is scale back Christmas. Like we usually it's, have two. It seems big... like the time frames are wrong on that. But like the, well, it's only a month away. But like she's. But I uh, mean, she just had the surgery, and Thanksgiving is now. But we're gonna scale back Christmas. Well, we usually have two big Christmas events at the house. One is with uh, my. Uh, with with Bob's brother and his family, he had four boys, and then most of them have coupled up, and some of them have kids. And um, me, who's not coupled up or has no kids, uh, and that's a pretty full house, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's we used to do that down at Grandma Rogers. She's since she's passed, uh, eight nine years now. So now we do do it at the house, and we've been doing it at the house. We did, we did it the last few years of Grandma's life. We just did it at the house. But mm -hmm. uh, the it's a it's a takes place in the evening, and Joyce is more of a afternoon person. Like you remember, like we ate at my house at like three thirty or four, right. and then we go to your house and eat at like nine. <laughs> that's about right <laughs> i don't i don't know how your parents kept that schedule but you know they've made it this far so they knew what they were doing yeah i couldn't believe i you know i think about that i can't believe how late it was when we used to eat yeah. supper at, at my house and now I we eat much earlier than that even when we eat late we eat earlier than that i think you would have probably died if you hadn't eaten something between school lunch and uh when your parents ate like <laughs> but regardless so we're having thanksgiving at the house it's me and my friend yvonne and who's gonna go my friend yvonne who's retired but she's working like a school lunch lady job just mm -hmm. extra cash because everyone apparently didn't save enough money for retirement like in america ever so <laughs> uh she's doing that just to you know uh whatever but she's gonna help with the meal prep and here's the stunning part she offered to do it and joyce was like okay now that 
That is a concession, Tyler. Concession. <laughs> she's letting someone else in her kitchen. Now, I don't think she'll get to touch the actual making of the food. Right. Don't think that. I, that's that's crazy talk. What I think will happen is that the <clears throat> what I think will happen is like there's some going to be some dishes washed, maybe. Uh, maybe well, some I, dishes gotten out of cupboards. Maybe I was gonna say I could. Couldn't you see Joyce telling her exactly what things to do and where, where right. things I've go seen and that stuff like that? She's been doing that for Bob as long as I've known them. So that's yeah. That's always been yeah. Bob's role. Is yeah. Joyce? That was my role when I lived in the house too. It's like Joyce, just do this, okay? Like we never like Bob and I used to joke we could never get anything done until she came out and said, "Well, you guys got to." accomplish something <laughs> i remember one year we were building a workbench in the garage and bob had these ideas and i had these ideas and we were just kind of milling around with some lumber and joyce came out and sat in a lawn chair and then we started accomplishing things <laughs> so well this is i think this is how this is gonna go it's like yvonne's gonna be there and be like okay in this drawer you know like under the butter tubs and beside the glass jar is this particular strainer. Uh, I'm going to need that, you know, and it's like, you know, whatever it, she's going to, uh, I think Yvonne will work harder than she does feeding elementary school students. But <laughs> Listen, buddy, uh, you're tired. Have a happy Thanksgiving and you tell as well, all sir. your family, uh, give them my love and thank them for sharing you with me and uh be behave and be kind buddy all right see you later bye bye as god is my witness i thought turkeys could fly well i guess we can close the file on that one <laughs>